You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello, everyone. It is the February 8th episode of the Bacon Bets podcast, and it's the Waste Management Phoenix Open episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. Yes, one of my favorite golf tournaments to watch and to bet on of the year. If you don't know it, uh, I'm sure you do. It's an iconic event. The 16th hole, the only hole in golf where the golfers pump up the crowd, ask them to get louder. It's a stadium seating. It's unbelievable. I got picks for the Waste Management Phoenix Open. If you want my Super Bowl picks, I recorded and released that episode last week. I gave my best bet on the side, the total, player props, exotic props, everything. I even gave you my pick for heads or tails for the coin toss. So if you're here for Super Bowl picks, go listen to the episode last week. This one is all about golf. That's right, I'm going to start releasing more of these golf ones now with um, football wrapping up. Uh, I did a show called Green on the Greens last year, giving out my golf picks. That will not be happening this year, so my golf picks will either be on bet-sided and written form um, or here on the Bacon Bets podcast. Uh, So I got, uh, what do I got here? I got a pick to win. I have a top 10 pick. I have a top 40 pick. I have a couple prop bets. I have a first-round leader. I have round one three-ball bets, and I got a few... Stats, if you want to make picks yourself, uh, yourselves, i got a few stats that you should keep an eye on to use the handicap for the event, which could help you create a DFS lineup, help you create your own bets, whatever you want to do. I'm going to break down TPC Scottsdale a little bit. So let's get into it. It is the Waste Management Phoenix Open, or I guess now technically called the WM Phoenix Open episode. Of the Bacon Bets podcast. Let's go. No, Lisa. The only monster here is the gambling monster that has enslaved your mother. I call him Gamblor, and it's time to snatch your mother from his neon claws. More bacon than the pan can handle. More bacon than the pan can handle. More bacon than the pan can handle. All right, let's get into it. First things first, I'm just going to give you some simple things that you can look out for when you're handicapping this event yourself about TPC Scottsdale, Scottsdale, which is where the WM Phoenix Open is uh, competed at. Uh, It doesn't actually have a lot of extremely unique characteristics. There are a lot of golf courses on the PGA Tour schedule that are unique, uh, and they do have certain areas that we can key in on. There are a couple for TPC Scottsdale, but not a ton, um, because they're the two most 
important things is you got to be good off the tee and you got to be good with your approach game. Now that is obvious to say that you have to drive the golf ball well and you have to uh, hit your approach shots well, but it is especially the case at TPC Scottsdale. You need to pick a, a golfer who is either very good with his distance or very good um, with his accuracy off the tee. Now, they did reduce the rough this season from two and a half inches down to two inches. What that's going to do is that's going to give an even bigger advantage for golfers who drive the golf ball well, and it'll take a little bit of importance off of accuracy because it's a lot easier to hit out a rough that's two inches opposed to two and a half inches, which means if guys are hitting it long but missing the fairway, they're not going to be penalized as much, which gives less of an advantage to guys who are just going to keep it in the fairway. It'll be quite a bit shorter. So I'm preferring to target long drivers of the golf ball uh, this season, and we'll see how that strategy works So My general uh, philosophy about betting on golf over the years, and I find this has helped me out, and it's not something that you should keep in mind just for this tournament, but for just about every single tournament. Because um, you are going to see some people say that this tournament is a putting contest, which you might interpret as, oh, I'll just target the best putters on tour and bet on them. Sure, it's good to bet on good putters for sure. Uh, I'd rather bet on a good putter than a bad putter. But I would much rather bet on a good ball striker and hope they get hot with their putter than bet on a good putter and hope they get hot with their ball striking. That seems to be the case at almost every single event. It seems to be good ball strikers who get hot win a lot more often. It's a lot easier to get hot with your putter than it is for good putters to get hot with their ball striking over the course of a four-round event. So that's just some general knowledge that you should think about just not only for this tournament, but for the PJ Tour season as we move through it because I know it has been going on for a few months now. I have hit a few winners already this season. I hit Max Homa to win the Fortinet Championship, John Rahm to win the TOC, um, and I think one other, but I'm blanking. But at least two, maybe three outright winners all this, this season. But I know the season has been, my point is, the season has been going on for a few months, but the Phoenix Open is kind of the symbolic start of the true PGA Tour season. If you don't know all the things that have changed in the offseason for them to kind of uh, as a response to live, uh, when the golf PGA Tour players got together and discussed some changes, there are elevated events this year. And the top players, this is done in a uh, with the hopes of getting more top players all competing at the same events. So events that are elevated, uh, taught the top golfers are only allowed to miss one of them per year. And the elevated events also now have a bigger prize pool. So this is the second elevated event of the year the first was tournament of champions this one's the second one so it's a great field stacked field uh much better even than what we're used to seeing at this event i think the only top golfer um off the top of my head who's not playing that i think is will zalator so i guess he's making obviously you can have exceptions for, for injury for missing more than one uh but it looks like this might be the one event um that he is not um playing in uh, i'm trying to see if there is no, I think it's just Zalatoris, not playing. Um, yeah, so I talked about things that you need to target this week. I talked about strokes gained off the tee. I talked about um, strokes gained approach. Um, another thing that you should take a look at is uh, you can key in on some distances. You don't have a lot of long approaches onto the greens here at TPC Scottsdale. 
from 100 to 125 yards, uh, it's above the PGA Tour average for approaches. 125 to 150 yards, it's above the PGA Tour average in approaches. 150 to 175, it's above the PGA Tour average in uh, approaches. And then 175 to 200, it is the PGA Tour average, and then it kind of falls off from there. So you can target from 100 to 200 yards. You can look up, by the way, all these PGA Tour stats are on their website. Um, they have a great stats database. I'm personally targeting specifically from 100 yards to 175 yards. Guys who are good with short to shorter on the mid-range side um, approaches. So wedges, short irons, things like that. You don't really have a lot of approach shots of over 200 yards. Um, except for on the par fives, which is the other thing that we should look at. And this will make up for not looking at approach proximity from over 200 yards. Look at par five scoring. TPC Scottsdale scoring on the par fives is extremely important. So you want to take a look at that as well. Also, past performance. Um, because uh, this is an event that um, was not elevated in the past, there are some golfers who will be competing here for the first time, or at least the first time in a while. Uh, I think Roy McIlroy might be one of those guys. Let me see if I can look that up as I'm talking, but I don't think Roy McIlroy has competed here um, in a long time. Uh, PJ Tour completely switched up their website, by the way. Um, and I think it is better, maybe, but it's going to take me a little while to get used to navigating this thing. So Rory McIlroy did com compete here uh, in the 2020-2021 season. He finished 13th. That's the only time that Rory McIlroy has competed at this event. So this is only his second time here. Um... Yeah, so past performance is something I'm going to lean on quite heavily here at TPC Scottsdale as well. So there you go. That's a quick little breakdown of things to look out for. Let's get to my picks. I should be able to rapid fire through these. These golf podcasts probably won't be too, too long. I'm going to aim for about 15 minutes. Where am I at right now? Eight and a half minutes. Perfect. My pick to win. Joe Osborne's favorite golfer. Give me Tony Finau. I got him at 20 to 1. He is tied for the sixth shortest odds. I personally would put him as the fourth shortest odds, maybe the fifth. I think Rom, Rory, and Scheffler are the rightful top threes. You could make an argument that I could be convinced Xander Shoffley belongs there in the fourth spot. Then I think Tony Finau, if not in the fourth spot, he definitely would be in the fifth spot, but yet he's tied for sixth on the odds list. I think he's being undervalued by the market. Um, data golf, which is if you really want to dive into handicapping golf and stats and advanced analytics for, for betting on golf, I highly recommend datagolf.com. You do need to pay a subscription, um, to get, to access their full database. I recommend it, but they agree with me on this fact. I always do my own handicapping. And then what I like to do is go to data golf after to see if we're on the same page or if, uh, they're seeing something that I'm not. Uh, they have a pre-tournament predictions model every event. They have Rom 11.8% chance to win. Roy, 10.7% chance to win. Scotty Scheffler, 7.2% chance to win. Xander Shoffley, 5.3%. And then Tony Finau, 4.6%. So they have him as the fifth most likely. Like I said, I might put him above Scheffler by my model, which is not really a model. Um... But they have him fifth. But yet on the odds list, he has the, he's tied for the sixth uh, on the odds list. So I think we are getting some betting value in Tony on Tony Finau here. 
Heading into the event, second on tour in total strokes gained. He is first on tour in total strokes gained amongst all golfers who have played more than one event. The other guy who is currently in first is Tommy Fleetwood, but he's only played in one event so far, so can't really use him. Uh, you got to be great off the tee. Tony Finau is 13th in strokes gained off the tee, 9th in strokes gained approach. And I mentioned before, it's a, you don't have to, I don't think, but it would be nice to bet on guys who are good at putting as well as ball striking. He's also 8th in strokes gained putting. Tony Finau playing some of the best golf of his career. And the uh, nobody for a long time would bet on Tony Finau to win tournaments because he choked all the time. He could not win tournaments. Not the case anymore. In fact, he has won 1, 2, 3, 4... No, sorry, 1, 2, 3, uh, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. He won three of his last 11 starts. And the ones he's not winning, he's getting close. Let's go, starting with the Farmers Insurance opening, going backwards. T9, T16, T7, 7. Then he won the Houston Open. Uh, Worldwide Technology Championship. It didn't miss the cut there. Only event uh, in the stretch that he missed the cut. Ninth of the Tour Championship, T28 BMW. T5, uh, FedEx St. Jude Championship. Then he won the Rocket Mortgage Classic, won the 3M Open. And during that stretch, he's only lost strokes on the field in one specific category twice. He lost 0.23 stroke gain putting at the Farmers Insurance Open, still finished T9. And he lost 0.6 strokes around the greens back at the BMW Championship where he finished T28. Other than that, he has been gaining strokes all over the place. American Express gained 1.67 strokes putting. I could go up and down and dive into this deeper, but my point is he has been playing, I think, the best golf of his career, and that monkey off his back of people saying that he can't win events is gone. He has now proven it time and time again over the past six or seven months. Toss in the fact that Tony Fino has a second-place finish here already. Now, I will say it was on Tony Finau to win that tournament, I believe, as a playoff that he lost to Webb Simpson in. I think it was in 2019. So he does have a second-place finish here. I hope he doesn't break my heart again. But I'm going to back Tony Finau. I think he's the best value on the board to win. He is my pick to win, Tony Finau. I got him at 20-1. to 1. I think I saw someone tweet that they got him at 25-1. to 1. I couldn't find a 25-1. to 1. Maybe I didn't look deep enough. Um, but that 20-1 to 1 I got at BetMGM. Uh, FanDuel has him 18 to 1. That's the only other sports book I have open in front of me. Uh, so I think 20 to 1 is a pretty good price there. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. 
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Top 10. Now, I will say a quick note about the top 10, top 20, top 40 bets. Sportsbooks treat these bets differently which is why you are going to see very specific or very wide uh, differences in um, odds for top 5, top 10, top 20, top 30, top 40. Some sports apply dead heat. So that means if a player finishes, if you bet him top 10 and he finishes T10, your payout is split amongst all the people who finish tied T10. Other sports pay out ties in full. The sports books that pay out ties in full the odds will be a little bit lower. So, uh, for example, BetMGM pays ties out in full. DraftKings does dead heat rules apply. You might bet a t- uh, You might want to bet a top 10, see a player uh, has longer odds at DraftKings, think, think that's the place to do it. They finish T10, and then all of a sudden, you notice that you didn't get very much money back for that bet. Whereas BetMGM, sure, not as good of odds, but if they finish T10, uh, you get the full payout. My example, I'll give you an example right now, um, well, here, this is actually a perfect example because this is way better to do. So, Corey Connors is my pick to finish in the top 10. My fellow Canadian, no golfer has lost me more money betting on them than Corey Connors. DraftKings, he's at, he's at, and I just realized this right now, he's at the exact same price of both sports books. Plus 500 at DraftKings, plus 500 at BetMGM. At BetMGM, they pay ties out in full. DraftKings, it's a dead heat rules apply. So I would, if you want to bet Corey Connors top 10, even though it's the same price, I would highly recommend it. Uh, if not, bet MGM, just whatever sports book you use, take a look at uh, what their tie rules are for golf. I know I just use DraftKings and bet MGM because I know those are the ones uh, for sure. I know DraftKings use dead heat rules apply, and I know bet MGM is ties paid out in full. But... To Corey Connors, why I like him to finish in the top 10. He's having a classic to Corey Connors type season. Great ball striking, just absolutely sucks with the putter. But, like I said earlier, sticking to my philosophy that it's better to bet on good ball strikers and hope they have a good tournament putting than to bet on good putters and hope they have a good tournament with their ball striking. Also, it's important to note Corey Connors is one of the best on tour in one very specific yardage, which I already said was important this week, and that is from 125 to 150 yards out he ranks 15th on the tour in proximity from those shots and 17.9 percent of the approach shots uh, at the wm phoenix open come from that range he's also very good off the tee he has made the cut all three times he's competed at this event he finished 17th here in 2020 
2020 and 2021. Uh, so he has the history here. He knows how to play the course. I think we're getting some value here. Corey Connors top 10 plus 500. I got a top 40 bet. I'm going Garrick Higo, top 40 plus 150. He's a guy who I've been betting some three ball bets lately. He has cashed for me. And he's another guy, very similar to Corey Connors. Very good off the tee, very good with his approach game. He ranks inside the top 100 in both, uh, but he struggles with putting. But that problem may have been fixed recently. And this is why you should look at recent performances and not just season long as well, because in two of his last three events, including last week at Pebble Beach, he gained strokes on the field, plus 0.61 strokes on the field last week with his putting. So it might be something he did figure out. I think plus 150 just to finish in the top 40 uh, is a pretty good bet. So Tony Finau to win, 20 to 1. Corey Connors top 10, plus 500. Garrick Higo, also pretty good DFS play, I think. Top 40 at plus 150. The other one, the big bet everyone wants to know is hole-in-one on hole 16. I have seen now several sports books offer odds on whether or not there will be a hole-in-one on hole 16 specifically. The odds hover around plus 275 to plus two or to plus 350, I think, is the range. And you know what I find funny about all the sports books offering the prop for whether or not there will be a hole-in-one on hole 16 at the Phoenix Open? I haven't yet to see a single one of them, and send, send me a DM and tell me if I'm wrong. I've yet to see a single one of them offer no. You can bet yes at plus 300, at plus 350. For some reason, they don't have a no option. Here's a little tidbit as a sports better that you should know. If a sports book doesn't offer a two-way bet, that means they're ripping you off. There's a reason why they're not giving you a no option. Especially on something like this, which is so goddamn obvious. Because hole 16 is one of the most electric holes in golf. How fun would it be to have a bet on yes? And someone hits a hole in one at the stadium course. Now I will say, if you want to bet it, go ahead. And it would be a very fun bet. It'd be fun to, it'd be electric to win. But if you want to talk about purely from an EV standpoint, expected value... The fact that not a single sports book I've looked at has offered no one that prop tells you all you need to know. This event has been going on since 1932. There have only been 11 hole-in-ones recorded on hole 16. Now, the first one was 1988. So let's make the cutoff 1980 to 2022. Um, and we also need to note that um, in three of three years... There was two hole-in-ones the same tournament. So only in um, nine different years has there been a hole-in-one on hole 16. So even if we're generous and we'll only count back to 1980, even though the event goes back to 1932, uh, there's only a 19% chance of a hole-in-one being recorded in a, in a given year. Or at least I should say... 19% of the years dating back to 1980 has a hole-in-one record been recorded at TPC Scottsdale Hole 16. Plus 350 odds, which are the longest odds I could find for it, is an implied probability of 22.22%. That means there's a 3.22% difference between the implied probability and the actual probability. And once again, that's only going back to 1980. That percentage would go way lower if I go all the way back to 1932, but to be honest, I don't think that's fair to go back that far. I think 1980 is pretty generous. 
So I will not be betting on yes that there will be a hole in one on hole 16. What I am going to bet, because uh, I did find this, is just will there be a hole in one at the tournament whatsoever? Now I couldn't find hole in one numbers for the other holes, but obviously there are other par threes people have and could score a hole in one at. Um, there's also the par four 17th, which no, I actually think. Let me correct myself. I think the only hole in one on a par four ever on the PGA Tour was on the 17th hole at TPC Scottsdale. Um, obviously, extremely, extremely hard to do, but in theory, the 17th hole, even though it's a par four, it is a hole in oneable hole. But with that being said, I bet I did bet no hole in one for the entire tournament plus 125. Not a fun bet. But I think there's value there. You could just bet a yes for hole-in-one on any hole throughout the entire tournament. I think it's like minus 150. I will take the no at plus 125. Once again, would not blame you if you take the yes on either of those props, though. It's a lot more uh, of a fun bet to watch and to cheer for. But at least now you understand what's going on there with the odds. I got a first-round leader bet. It's off the board. I'm going to take Aaron Wise, first-round leader, at 80-1. to 1. Half a unit. 39th in total strokes gained this season. 22nd in strokes gained putting. Most importantly, he's fourth on tour in first-round scoring average. He has a first-round scoring average this season of 67.17. First-round leader is an absolute crapshoot for the most part. Anybody on the PGA Tour could have an extremely good round. What's difficult about winning a PGA Tour event is doing it four rounds in a row. That is why the favorites in the event, like the John Rahm, you get much longer odds for him to be the first round leader than to be the tournament winner. But I like to bet it for fun at big events that I enjoy watching. So Aaron Wise is pretty solid. He's a good putter. Uh, and he's really good in the first round so far this season, so... Screw it. That's who I'm going to take a shot on. Aaron Wise, first round leader at 80 to 1. That's it for all my pre-tournament bets. I did try to find some tournament-long matchup bets. I could not find a single one that I thought there was a significant edge on. So I have no full tournament matchup bets. What I do have, though, is I do have uh, some round one three-ball bets. I get people messaging me, DMing me all the time for these. So I'll give you them right now. I have five of them. I'll go Taylor Montgomery plus 140 over Keith Mitchell and Sam Ryder. T Taylor Montgomery, my preseason pick to win Rookie of the Year, and he has been on fire. Let me see if I can bring up some Taylor Montgomery stats here for the people. Taylor Montgomery, T31, 5th place, T15, T12, T57, T10, T13, T15, T9, 3rd. This guy's amazing. I think he's the rookie of the year. And I still don't think, even though odds makers have cut on a little bit, I don't think they've fully adjusted for how good Taylor Montgomery is. I'll take him first round, plus 140 to beat Keith Mitchell and Sam Ryder. Uh, I'll take Garrick Higgo for the reasons I already explained over at Brendan Todd and Shane Lowry. Um, I haven't seen much of Shane Lowry lately. I don't know what kind of form he's in. Um, let me see if I can actually bring that up here. Uh, Brendan Todd, I don't think, is a good fit for this course. Yeah, as expected, I didn't think Shane Lowry was in good form, and he's not. Two events in January, and he, he missed the cut at the Dubai Desert Classic, and he went, finished T28 at the Abu Dhabi HSBC Championship. Brendan Todd, 
I don't think he's long enough off the tee. Brennan Todd will thrive at shorter courses. This is not one of them. This is one where I've talked about before. I think driving distance gives, gives guys big advantages. Do not like Brennan Todd. I like Garrick Hago plus 210 over Brennan Todd and Shane Lowry. Nick Taylor plus 230 against Sung J.M. and Brem. I don't even know who this Brem guy is. Uh, but Nick Taylor, underrated golfer. I think Brem is an absolute bum, so we can disregard him. But because... Um, it's kind of more of a two-man race here. Uh, Sung JM is like minus 140. I don't think anyone should be minus 140. Unless it's... And maybe if John Rahm was in this spot, maybe minus 140. But it is so hard to... Uh, like I said before with round one leader, like the one round is a crapshoot. I don't think in a three-man group, very, very few people should ever be set at minus 140. And Nick Taylor is not getting... Uh, the respect he deserves, especially after a pretty solid uh, Pebble Beach Pro-Am last week. Nick Taylor finished uh, T20. I bet on him to finish T10, or top 10, and he just missed out on that. So T Nick Taylor coming into a good form. Uh, Sung JM should be favored for sure. I think this is mispriced. So I'll take Nick Taylor plus 230 against Sung JM and whoever this Brem bum is. Patrick Cantley against Matt Fitzpatrick and uh, Sam Burns. Pretty easy here. Matt Fitzpatrick has not been in good form. His approach game has been terrible. Uh, just bringing it up here now. He has lost. He, oh, my God. At the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, Matt Fitzpatrick lost 4.24 strokes on the field with his approach game. That is terrible. And that was the first time that he's competed in a month. I don't think he can turn around his game that quickly heading into this week. Um, so I'll cut him off here for the first round and Sam Burns, let me verify, but Sam Burns this season, I don't believe has really played, um, the same Z well T 11 at the American express 32nd century tournament of champions, not exactly eye popping numbers from the strokes gain category though, going up against Patrick Cantley. I think that's a tough first round group for the two of them. I'll take Cantley plus 140 and then Scheffler plus 130 against Tom Kim and Victor Hovland. Tom Kim, I love Tom Kim, huge Tom Kim fan. I was bet on him a lot at the end of last year. I now think the betting market, because of the public perception and how much they're kind of pushing him, I now think he's being overvalued from the betting market, especially in a field as stacked as this. So I, I still love him, still has a chance to do well. From a betting standpoint, I'm going to stay away. Victor Hovland hasn't been super impressive with his approach game this season. Um, the last five tournaments that he's played in where strokes shot data, shot link data was recorded, he lost um, strokes gained approach in three of them, including last week at Pebble Beach. Um, he's also notoriously bad around the greens, um, and this is not a good event for people who are bad around the greens. It's hard to get up and down at TPC Scottsdale. So I'll take Scotty Scheffler. Plus 130 against Tom Kim and Victor Hovland. Let's recap all my picks. And we'll send you on the way. Tony Finau to win 20 to 1. Corey Connors, top 10 plus 500. Garrick Higo, top 40 plus 150. Uh, for there to not be a hole in one at the event, plus 125. Aaron Wise, first round leader, 80 to 1. And round one, three ball bets. I got Montgomery, plus 140. Higo, plus 210. Taylor, plus 230. Cantley plus 140, and Scheffler plus 130. Boom. Thank you all so much for watching, for listening. I guess you're not staring at me yet. 
That's going to be in the near future for the Baking Bets podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to the uh, Super Bowl edition of the podcast, go check that out. Give us a rate. Give us a review. All that good stuff. I love you all so much. Take care. Good luck with all your bets this week. One of the greatest sports betting weekends of the year. Enjoy it. Um, I will not have a podcast next week. I'm taking the week off, as I always do. The week after the Super Bowl, I like to take off. And then uh, I'll be back the week after. I think I brought up uh, brought it up before. I'm going to try to do it in the mornings and give out my pick for each night, each morning. So you'll have it ready to listen to when you get up and get ready for your day. All right, take care. Best of luck. Gambler. Bless. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.